And what I'm telling you, Sunshine, is that I will not stand for this. You are displaying a gross absence of responsibility. Dad? Oh, um, yes? Who are you talking to? It's a long story, and one which I will recount to you when you have the capacity to fully understand the furious nature... You're talking to your drink. Yes. Yes, I'm talking to my drink. Go on. Let me ask you this. What's the king of diluted juice? Ribena, obviously. So answer me this. What's the biggest problem with Ribena? The biggest problem with Ribena is that no matter how much you put, you can never find the right consistency of juice to water so that it tastes the same as the pre-made Ribena in cartons. Precisely. Do you know how much I've agonised over this? How much time I've devoted to seeking the mythical formula for the right juice? Judging by your five o'clock shadow and tepid breath, far too much, Dad. I, I just want to make juice like the big shots. Sit down. Get comfy. The short answer is you can't. Whatever they do, we don't know how and they won't tell us. You can drive yourself mad trying to work it out, but you never will. But I know I can if I can just, you know... No. The sense here. Promise me you will give it up. But believe me, I can. I can no. just... Promise me you will give it up. Oh, okay, you're right, you're right. Why don't you try another drink instead? Here, take a bottle of Dr. Fizz and go outside and play with your friends. Really? Oh, gee, thanks, you're the best. That I am, that I am. Roll the title sequence. <laughs> Look at this man. What do you see? You see an honest man, a kind man, a man who would do anything for anyone. This man here. Oh, really? Do you mean me? This man has a secret, though, and one which threatens his very nature and status in the real world. This man is Ian McIver, official music Nazi. Now, that's, that's not really true, though. There's nothing wrong with having an opinion. Ian cannot help being a musical Nazi, or stereo-fascist, as sometimes is the case, because of his upbringing. I have very strong opinions when it comes to certain things. Say, for example, you decide to drop the name of a particularly famous singer or band from within the last few years, he will instantly retort with one of two pre-programmed responses. Number one... I really, really, really hate that band or singer. Or number two... I really enjoyed their first album, but it was all downhill after that. Ian is such an extreme case of musical fascism that he will automatically stop listening to music he enjoys if it was recorded after 1983, the year which he believes was when music went officially wrong. Hey, that's not true. And where did you get that recording of my voice? It sounds nothing like me at all. His favourite anecdote is regarding his favourite band and song in the entire world, even though it took place after 1983. He recollects that a group of individuals decided to form a band where they immediately went to a recording studio to lay down a couple of tracks. Only two white-labeled 12-inch vinyl copies of this exist in the world, one of which he owns, and the second of which was trampled on as the band left the studio, never to reform over an undisclosed disagreement. To their credit, uh, it is an amazing three minutes of music, and not many people have heard of them. 
As he is well into his thirties now, it is far too late for Ian to change his ways. He will forever point fingers, scorn, and much worse items at what he considers to be inferior music until he becomes a grumpy old man, by which time 99% of the world will have already stopped listening to him. In fact, some scientists believe that could happen as early as 2017. Right. So what you're saying is, is that my opinions are correct and that the rest of the world is wrong? No, that's not what we're saying at all. R right. So what you're saying is, is that... Oh, dear. Hey, what have you been up to? I've been very busy. Absolutely blooming loving busy. You would not believe the kind of afternoon I've been having. Why so busy? Oh, you just don't understand, Ruben. You just don't understand. Being a human being, you just don't understand. You mean adult, right? Yeah, you know, adult, child, alien, human, it's all the same thing. Why? I did get married, though. No way. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. To a woman? Um, yes and no. Oh, God, you didn't marry that lamp again, did you? Oh, no, no, nothing as silly as that. Me and her are just good friends now, anyway. I married that log. A log. You... Married a log? Yeah, she's in the kitchen at the moment, putting the dishes away. You married a piece of wood. Shh! Don't be so rude. That's a new stepmother you're talking about there. Dad, I hate to tell you this, but you can't marry bits of wood. Oh, I see. Are we talking about the law here or something, eh? What Johnny Law and the textbook brigade say, eh? Damn them. Damn their eyes. True love cannot wait. So who did the ceremony? Does it matter? We're married. Happily married. Well, I'm really upset that I'm your son and you didn't even write me into the wedding. It was a mainly small, last-minute affair, if I'm being honest. I knew you were busy and things escalated from there. Besides, you got plenty of time to get to know her. She's an absolute dream. This may be the weirdest thing you've ever done. Why don't we put the kettle on and you can go through and introduce yourself to Logolina? Oh, dear Lord. Do you have something to say? I'm going to go along with this for a moment. I will sit down with your log bride, have a cup of tea just to see how the whole thing pans out. When I am done, I'm going to have a word with some people. I see. So what you're saying is, is that you'll be arranging one of those parties after a wedding instead of before? Y yeah, well, let's, let's just go with that. Excellent. Columbia Pictures invites you to unlock the door. A child. Me? So late. Believe your eyes. I have a magic cupboard that has a magic key. I put a pie in the cupboard and he came to life. Are, are you so real? Yes, are you? Open your mind. He is a real pie. He talks, eats, and he trusts me. That's very interesting. Good imagination. And live the adventure. Wow, this is a common pie. It's not common anymore. No! Yes! No, it is not a game! Don't put them together. Cakes and pies, they argue. Duh! Everybody's so big! You can't! They're desserts! You can't use desserts! Learn to be a pie. You should not do magic you do not understand.
best-loved classic of adventure and imagination. I will be with you when the sun rises. One more time. The Pie in the Cupboard. Hey, Reuben, come look at these. Are they new socks? Hot and fresh out of the shop. I bought them less than an hour ago. Don't they look colourful? You're right, they're the most colourful thing about you right now. How would you describe them, other than colourful? Vibrant, candidate, rambunctious. Rambunctious. Would you uh, would you say that they were exceedingly jazzy? Uh, I guess you could say that. Exactly. These are my socks. These are my jazzy socks. My jazzy socks. My jazzy socks. Oh, Jazzy socks, jazzy, jazzy socks. Not good at all. Not good at all. You see, I went to the shop and I wasn't even looking for socks, let alone jazzy socks. But here they are. I love my jazzy socks. On the bus on the way home, I showed them to some of the passengers and asked them what they thought of my socks. And they were so impressed, they tore up their own socks because they weren't as jazzy as my socks. I'm just going to make a call. I'll be right back. My jazzy socks put them all to shame. To shame, I say. My beautiful bouncing colors hit them between the eyes and jazzed up their mid-morning. When I got off the bus, I ran into Mrs. McKenzie and I said, Would you like to look at my new socks? And she said, Yes, sir. So I showed her my jazzy socks and she said, Those are some mighty impressive socks. And I could tell she was jealous and picking up a purse so she could go get some socks of her own. Hi, I'm going to need three or four goons as soon as possible. And some sort of rope or wire, maybe, as soon as possible. And, like, sort of the next 30 seconds possible, please. So I turned to Mr. Macaroon, who owns the hardware store down the road, and I said, Do you like the look of my jazzy socks? And you would not believe the face he pulled. Clearly, they were far too jazzy for him to look into. It was like a jazzy eclipse, and he couldn't look directly at them. He needed one of those weird box things to look at my jazzy socks through. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for turning up quickly. He's just through there clutching a pair of rainbow socks. I love my jazz and socks. I wish every day could be a day of jazz and socks. All of you out there don't have my... Who are these people? They've just come to help you and admire your jazzy socks. Secure the arms around the back of the chair until he's back to normal or the closest thing you have. No, no, don't take me away from my jazz and socks. Just until you come into the light away from the jazzy socks. You cannot defeat the power of my jazzy socks. Later. So it's lunchtime. Do you fancy anything? Mm, all I want is my jazzy socks back. I'm have a cuckoo van. So if you change your mind, let me know. Much later. <sighs> How do you sleep? How are you feeling? I feel a lot better once I get my jazzy socks back. A little bit longer is, is needed, I see. Many laters. Has it gone away yet? Can I take the rope off? <clears throat> oh, that depends. I mean, I, I think you can. If you're talking about my rope, then yes, you can take it off. So you're not obsessed with the socks anymore, right? Socks? 
I can't stand them. They can naff right off, I'm telling you. Sounds good. That is so good. Means that you can be released. There you go, dude. Great. I could really do with a sandwich. Hey, wait. Since when is it Thursday? Good evening, dudes and dudettes, chumps and chumpettes. And welcome to the impressive game show, Ruben Describes Objects Using Words He's Invented! Excellent. Wait, hang on. No, you're doing me when you should be doing you. Am I doing you again? Yes, you are. I'm pretty sure you are. Can we check with someone? Let me call someone for the answer. Hello? Hello? Is this the phone? Thank you. Um, so? It's true. You should be doing you, but you are in fact doing me. So we should swap then? I think so. I mean, we wouldn't want to get it too complicated for people listening. If this happens again, though, you have to tell me straight away. You're right. I'm really sorry about that. Oh, it's no trouble. No trouble at all. Just imagine, though, if we had gone through the whole thing being the wrong person. Just imagine. I'm imagining. I am imagining. What's it like? Absolutely fungus. So you're ready to begin again then, yeah? Uh Good evening, dudes and dudettes, trumps and trumpets, and welcome to the impressive game show Ruben Describes Objects Using Words He Has Invented! Right. No. No, wait, something isn't right. What's wrong now? Did, did you, didn't you hear that just now? Hear what? You know, that section where it should have been me, but it wasn't me. I didn't hear anything. Are you sure? I'm convinced that another, another voice keeps appearing. It's just you and me here. Can you see anybody else? Well, well no. Well, then. Oh, you're, you're right. I must just be hearing things. Start again. I'll count you in. Okay, three, two, one. Good evening, dudes and dudettes, trumps and trumpets, and welcome to the impressive game show Ruben Describes Objects Using Words He Has Invented. Brilliant. No, wait. No, I sound like you. What do you mean you sound like me? I sound like me. I sound like you. Listen. Any, 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 any. Oh, you do sound like me. Oh, I think I sound like you. We should stop while we sort this problem out. What do we do, though? We haven't got anything to cover the silence. It's just going to be dead air. Put a VHS on that you got the other day. Oh, you mean Richard the boy who can't run fast enough and keeps falling behind? That's the one. Just... Put it on and turn up the volume. Sure. Give me a moment. There we go. Now, uh, which one am I doing again? I'm you when I should be me. You're you, but you should be you. Richard, Richard, the boy who can't run fast enough. Richard, Richard, the boy who keeps falling behind. Richard, Richard, if only he could run without throwing angular shapes with his arms. Surely, surely, surely his speed would increase. Richard, 
Now don't take this the wrong way, but unless you start running faster, something bad is going to happen. <laughs> I'm running as fast as I can. Are you? Are you really? Because everyone else in the group is maintaining a pretty impressive speed. And well, you're all the way back there. I'm catching you up. I'm definitely catching you up slowly but surely. We've been running for 20 minutes now and you still haven't caught up. I'm just very slowly and almost surely, surely. Yes, quite. He's still lagging, Archibald. I am well aware of that, Colin. Make him go faster. If we keep slowing down for him, we'll all die. Trust me, I've got the foot well and truly on the gas and I'm going full throttle. Richard, you're not even a quarter throttle, let alone full throttle. Now, lads, we can't fall apart now. Tell him to stop picking on me. Richard, he's the only one doing it for you if you don't hurry up. If you don't hurry, the zombies are going to eat you. They'll never catch me. Yes, they will! Leave him behind. He can distract the zombies while we get away. Like throwing a string of sausages at a group of hungry dogs. We have to at least try to save him. Oh! What was that? I think I may have run into some nettles. Dearie me! He's been bitten by the zombies! I have not. You have? I resent that. Richard, there's a bite mark on your neck. That's a rush! And your arm. That's skin irritation. Ow! And now there's one on your ear. That's a piercing. Leave him behind now, Archibald. Oh. We did warn you, Richard. I don't know how they caught up with me. I really don't. It's been nice knowing you, Richard. No, it hasn't. I will catch you up, you know. So, so. Is it done? Uh, am I me again? I think so, because I'm definitely me, absolutely. Quick, before, some, before something else goes wrong, let's do this. <clears throat> Good evening, dudes and dudesettes, trumps and trumpets, and welcome to the impressive game show, Ruben Describes Objects Using Words He Has Invented! Can you give us a taste of some of the words we should expect to hear tonight? <laughs> no, no, no. Don't spoil surprise, of course. Then let's get on to our first subject. For the listeners at home, can you tell me what this is? All right, this is quite a spectacular object. You can find it almost anywhere. It's brunacanic. It's very popacandakindakinda. Its shape is very rectangular. Boing on the end. When you tip it upside down, all the manner of the smelt dribbles out there for just the gusto. In fact, I'm pretty sure that I was quibbling a spot of smish from one of these earlier today. I see. So if you were going to describe it in one word, what would that be? Fan crypto friend. There you have it. If you can work out what Ruben is describing, then you could win the very same object. Send your answers on a postcard to this P.O. Box address that doesn't exist anymore. Thanks for listening. Take care now. That really wasn't worth all the build-up. Fell flat on its face. We'll be lucky to get work in this town again. What a shocker. Beep, beep. Oh, I've had to go. My shift starts in 20 minutes. Sure, I'll, I'll clean up and I'll, I'll call you tomorrow night. 
Yeah, buddy. Okay. See ya. Good claws. Good claws. Good claws. Run the country. Good claws.